Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is going on everyone and welcome back to my channel now today's video all i'm gonna say to you is just strap in right you know petty revenge pro revenge even nuclear revenge this subreddit r slash supernova revenge is just a whole nother level i can't really explain to you what you're about to watch guys it's a long video it's a mental mental story that has so many twists and turns and ends with quite possibly the most incredible revenge i've ever seen in my life now, before we jump into that, those of you that follow me on Twitter might have seen I tweeted out this earlier this morning. So as you can see, I tweeted, the person that ratios this tweet the hardest will get a shout out in my next video. And Thomas replied with this, um, which, which just absolutely destroyed me in terms of likes. So fair play to him. He deserves a shout out. So guys, please go ahead and subscribe to Thomas's channel. It's up there behind the i button right now. Let's get him to 1000 subscribers. He's nearly there, only 100 or so away. And I reckon we can all do it. So yeah, Thomas, well done your shout out. Good ratio. I've, I've taken the L on that one. And I hope you get to 1k subs after this video. Oh, and also guys, if you want to go follow me on Twitter and potentially get a shout out in an upcoming video or just see my terrible, terrible tweets, then that's on the screen right now and in the description as well. Let's get into the story. Treat me like dirt for years. I'll expose you at your wedding and let your breakdown do the rest. I've been debating posting this story as it was supposed to be a nuclear revenge, but it escalated to a supernova revenge with a possible black hole revenge. Disclaimer, the names of the people in this story have been changed to protect their identities. Backstory, when I was in my first year of college, I was assigned a lab partner who we will call Robbie. He was a nice fella to spend the long arduous days at college with and over the two years of college I came to view him as a brother. He had a couple relationships throughout college The first ran its course throughout the first year concluding with a relatively peaceful end His second relationship introduces the star of this story who I had theorized as an entitled person However, upon revising this tale, I believe she is an insidious hag. Her name sally college Sally was lovely to be around for the first couple of months. I even admit some jealousy of their perfect relationship. Once the fourth month began though, Sally began to ask if anyone could give her some money for lunch. So Robbie or one of her friends would give her some money for food. After the third time asking, next to no one provided anything. So she dragged Robbie away and returned 10 minutes later with food. This would continue for most of the year of her going around cornering people sometimes even other random students and shaming them into giving money or food she attempted this on me once whilst i was waiting to be served in the cafe at this point i'd had enough of her attitude and begging so i loudly announced stop begging me for money it's not my responsibility to pay for your lunch maybe you should stop using the cash your parents give you for jewelry and iphone accessories and actually buy your own lunch for once after that encounter she never pestered me for cash again but doubled down on pestering everyone else and became extremely passive aggressive towards anyone who refused giving her what she demanded i told robbie what she was doing but he always replied with the same thing i'll talk to her later about it He never did each time i pestered him about talking to her he would happily stroll in with an odd smile on his face it turns out that whenever he began one of these talks with her she just got on her knees and went down on him 
He was so weak-willed when it came to an argument He would shut up when she had a problem But when he had a problem she would be submissive to his every sexual desire to keep control about halfway through the year She fell pregnant. I was not one bit surprised about that as they were banging like rabbits at this point as a side effect of this news, Sally employed guilt tripping into her begging routine and was returning with 10 to 30 pounds. She was becoming unbearably toxic at this point as she was showing off her loot. I'd had enough. I excused myself from the group and texted a few others who disliked her begging and proceeded to the college's office and told them exactly what Sally had been doing. Within a day of our report, Sally no longer begged or shamed anyone in college for the remainder of the year. And I thought it was finally over, that she had learned her lesson. But oh boy, she didn't. If anything, I had just stoked the fire of her rage. But she was unable to act upon anything as she would have been kicked off her course if anyone else reported her about her activities. I savoured my victory and enjoyed the peaceful last three months of college with her death glare constantly on me. Moving on to work and life. After we went our separate ways after college, most of the people from our friendship circle went to further education or began careers. I still remained in contact with Robbie and a few others and did what I could to support him in preparing to be a father. I even went to the extent of inviting him and Sally to come and take care of my much younger siblings to give them a taste of parenthood. Surprisingly, Sally thanked me for giving her the experience and hadn't done anything out of the normal. I'd have expected her to do something petty to get me back, but alas, nothing happened. Robbie thanked me graciously for the experience and offered to pay me back with some drinks, to which I accepted and had a good time, if I might add. It was odd. Sally was obviously still annoyed about me screwing her little guilt-tripping scam, but she wasn't doing anything. I was extremely perplexed. I could see the anger in her eyes, behind her lovey-dovey smile, but I didn't know what she planned on doing, so I stayed alert for anything out of the ordinary. This weird state was ongoing for a few months, with me noticing that Robbie was becoming ever more distant with me, and becoming more and more defensive about Sally, to the point that our friendship was hanging by threads. I was having thoughts of terminating the friendship due to the severe animosity between us, but out of the blue, I began receiving invites to parties, and was pleasantly surprised about the welcoming atmosphere. Even after having a drink or two, Sally was bearable to be around. I think we found a sort of temporary middle ground during our mini Cold War. After a month of this middle ground being established, Sally began texting me more than usual, especially after I had attended the parties over the year. She usually asked me questions along the lines of, be honest, do you like me? To which I replied, well, when you aren't being a pain in my butt every time. In truth, though, I tolerated her for Robbie's sake. With things being more stable between the three of us, and nearing the end of 2017, Sally must have been drinking one night and began texting me very provocative texts, proclaiming that she found my stubborn attitude sexy and began getting bored of Robbie. This was usually followed by a nude. Let me tell you that even when I first met her, I didn't find her attractive, especially after she had her first baby and let herself go hard. I told her very specifically, I'm not interested in you. Please stop sending me nudes. Thankfully, they stopped, to which I praised the Lord. It was such an awkward position. The next afternoon, I got a call from Sally. I expected an apology along with the explanation of drunk dumb stuff, but nope. She went right into a crazed rant about me taking advantage of her whilst drunk. I was completely confused at this point, but here was the brief exchange of texts. Sally said, Are you in love with me? Not in the slightest, I replied. 
then what was all that last night you began the conversation last night and before i could tell you to f off and leave me alone you began sending pic after pic to me it's not my fault for your drunken decisions she remained silent and put the phone down the news she sent went through iMessage so they were permanently attached to the conversation it was like a jump scare every time i saw them after a couple of hours i received a call from none other than sally i'm sorry please don't tell robbie i was really drunk last night i thought so look i won't say anything as long as you stop being a passive aggressive butt to me i also suggest you talk to robbie but don't outright tell him about what you said i promise i'm sorry after this happened the remainder of 2017 was a breeze no problems at all robbie even proposed to sally and wanted to get married in 2018 everything was going well me robbie and sally even went out for drinks together however they conveniently left when it was their turn to pay for drinks which i pardoned to not kill the mood i'd hoped that her entitled behavior would subside but i was wrong now for the wedding setup Around the start of March 2018, I received an invitation with a small note inside asking if I could donate towards their wedding. At that time, I was having financial trouble and told them so. Because I was pretty handy with Photoshop, Robbie proposed an idea which would use those talents. He asked if I could create a fancy collage as well as a slideshow for the wedding ceremony. Robbie asked Sally and she agreed. Sally and Robbie sent over 200 photos to me, requesting I enhance them and provided an idea on how they wanted their collage. I told them I could do them both. However, due to the size of the task, it would take me a number of months to go through all of them, as I had to go to work as well as take care of my younger siblings. Robbie, being the fair and understanding guy he was, suggested that they provide a few things in return, to which I declined at first, but he wouldn't take it as an answer and forced me to make three requests or conditions. The conditions we settled upon are as follows. One, I would be at the church to admire my handiwork. Two, I would receive a number of drinks on the house at the reception. And three, they would be at my 21st birthday. I'd gone to both of their birthdays and endured it to make it a special event for them and wanted one to remember myself. They agreed to the conditions and to make sure they held their end of the bargain due to them skimping me on multiple occasions, I created a contract which stated... This contract specifies that Sally, redacted, and Robbie, redacted, will honor the conditions proposed by OP. These conditions have been agreed by Robbie and Sally. If these conditions are revoked or not met, OP has the authority and permission to alter the collage and photo slideshow for Robbie and Sally in any way he sees fit. We all signed the contracts and made them a copy then set off to begin the projects. I didn't hear too much from either of them until a month or so after the signing. Robbie texted me telling me that money was running low and had to make cuts to the amount of people at the ceremony and wouldn't be able to include me in the ceremony or provide the drinks promised. I was a little irritated but understood and told him I would forgive the two broken conditions if he attended my birthday. He assured me that he would be there and I relaxed, hoping he would keep his end of the bargain. May 2018 comes around and my 21st arrives. My parents request I take my dog for a walk in the local park for an hour or two so they could prepare. I go for a walk, receive the text and return home. As soon as I enter the house, I receive a royal birthday welcome from friends and family. After going around thanking people for attending, I notice Robbie wasn't present. I shoot him a text 
but receive no reply. I then call him a few times, but still no reply. At that point, I'm a little irritated, but I don't let it bother me and enjoy both the day and night. The following morning, I wake up with a hellish hangover and a backlog of texts and missed calls from both Robbie and Sally. Ah, they're most likely going to apologize and offer to spend the day with me today, I thought. Nope. I called Sally and received a lovely morning greeting. Why the F were you calling us yesterday? You woke up the baby. I'm sorry for waking him, but it was my 21st yesterday and was wondering where you both were. Robbie assured me you'd both be here. Oh, yeah, we forgot about that and went on our date night. We went to what? Are you serious? Excuse me? You just blew off my 21st when I spent time and money coming to both of yours as well as providing you with a collage and a slideshow for your wedding? Well, I was feeling a little tired and told Robbie I didn't want to go to your stupid birthday. Oh, I see how it is. I'm just a tool to you, aren't I? I'm sorry, all right. Just please don't mess with my collage. I've told everyone that there will be photos of our life together and you edited them. I couldn't give a dang. You and Robbie have broken the three conditions that we agreed upon and per our contract, I can do whatever I want to the collage and you can't do anything about it. Click. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Petty revenge mode activated. I was fuming. The self-centered cow cared more about a collage and a photo album and didn't even say thank you for it. I proceeded to spend over an hour messing with the photos, making Sally and Robbie cross-eyed, changing the color of clothes to really undesirable colors, and photoshopping in props into photos. It wasn't going to be noticeable at first glance, but would be goofy looking once you look closely at them. I wish that's where this all ended. The wedding came, she learned her lesson. But unfortunately, Sally isn't the type of person to take responsibility and accept the consequences. Oh no, she ain't. About two hours into my goof improvements, my phone began to blow up. Friends that I had made in college were calling, texting, and messaging me off the hook. It was pandemonia. I was totally confused as to why my phone was blowing up, and since it was getting constantly called, I couldn't even investigate. I had to shut my phone down for half an hour and literally wait until people calmed down and stopped calling me so I could figure out just what was going on. I found out quickly. Sally had posted a full conversation of messages containing racial, misogynistic, and anti-religious tones with my name as a recipient all over her social media accounts. I was livid. She'd framed me as a hateful hooligan and had over 100 messages on Facebook Messenger from people who were all fuming or confused. It didn't help that Sally's family were heavily religious, leading them to be even more aggressive towards me with multiple threats of death being thrown in. I immediately got to work, screenshotting the actual conversation in which some sane people had calmed their anger and began asking questions. It still left me with a near 100 people on the verge of beginning a crusade against me and even my family. It got so out of control that I had to call the police to help clear up the situation and had to contact Facebook to help with damage control. It took a full week for the situation to calm down, with the police concluding that the conversation which had been uploaded was a fake. 
Unfortunately, they were unable to have a warrant for her arrest as no threats of violence had been officially made. But they were able to place a restraining order upon her as she had slandered my name. I was done. She wanted to ruin my life, so I would ruin her to make it even. Nuclear revenge mode activated. I went back to the collage and slideshow for further additions. I reached out to past friends of hers, asking for anything cruel or mean she had said. They graciously obliged and sent me everything. This included every single drunk nude saying she was bored of Robbie and wanted to get effed by a real man. Every time she thought her Bible bashing family were irritating her with their religious rubbish and just wanted them to donate her money. One friend had an entire paragraph of racist insults from a drunk rant. I think the most disgusting comment came from a cousin of hers, who we'll dub as Alice. She sent me several screenshots of texts from her saying, and I quote, Why can't you stop being selfish and just give me your grandfather's inheritance, you stuck-up dog? Do you know how much me and the baby need that money ever since Robbie stopped giving me his debit card details? I was disgusted at that one. I was grinning like a demon when I was complete with this masterpiece. I'd saved this edit to the website they would download it from and waited. I was counting on the fact that they would be too preoccupied with most other wedding-related stuff to bother checking out the slideshow and collage. The one little hiccup in this plan was I was no longer welcome at the wedding, so I didn't know how badly it would go. The day before the wedding, I told Alice what I had done, and she was pretty satisfied about it. So, as a token of my appreciation for her sharing, I asked if she would like to come and stay with me for the night, in which she accepted and we had a pleasant night together. The results. We woke up in the afternoon, expecting one of our phones to be exploding with calls or texts, but nothing, absolutely nothing. Alice called Sally's mother and sisters, but nobody was picking up. She then called a friend who attended the wedding, I'll call Mel. After a couple calls, she finally answered the phone. Alice immediately asked how the wedding was going, to which Mel began a FaceTime. It connected, showing me Sally on her own at the altar, as Robbie had stormed off seething with rage, leaving her with multiple projectors, revealing the texts about her family, friends, and general horrible comments. I recognized the particular text being shown as it contained her disbelief and disdain for her family's religion. The screenshot then transitioned to a nude photo of her posing with her legs wide open. It was disgusting. It like made me feel repulsed and disturbed looking at it. I'm so sorry to all the unfortunate guests at that wedding. That was a horror of a nude. As you can imagine, the screenshots and nudes had disgusted and annoyed a lot of people there, especially the pastor. I've never seen a pastor get angry before, but it was terrifying, even from a FaceTime call. He began ranting at her, full on screaming in her face, saying, You are a disgusting, selfish girl with no love in your heart for your husband or your family, let alone the Lord, which you have mocked and insulted. You are no longer welcome in the house of our Lord. Get out. Now, unfortunately, that was all I saw through the call as Mel then cut it off. But she later described the hell which broke loose as soon as the pastor tore her up. The bride was in tears with her family and friends calling her a blank, blank and scum among other things that i can't read out whilst waddling down the aisle trying not to fall over she exited the church and squeezed herself in the limo bawling tears at that point looking like a melting barbie doll all the while being taunted and mocked by her extremely annoyed two-faced friends most people just got in their cars and went their separate ways after that dumpster fire of a ceremony said mel At that point, I felt fulfilled and had showed everyone how much of a female dog Sally was. 
I was so happy. In fact, I asked Alice if she would like to go on a date to which she agreed and we had a wonderful day knowing Sally's had been ruined. That's where I thought this revenge had ended. Nope. May 2019. I was going about my day seeing an old friend about my 22nd birthday plans when I got a Facebook message from Robbie. He asked if I could meet him in a town center on Friday to which I asked what he wanted. He reiterated he wanted to talk. So I requested if he could meet in the city for Friday and he agreed. I was puzzled as to why he had reached out to me now. We hadn't spoken in a year, so I was nervous to what he wished to talk about. I went to the meet in the center with Alice, Mel, and my other best friend, who we will call Craig. He was sat on a bench alone, with barely anyone walking around the center. He greeted us ominously, similarly to the way Thanos talked to Iron Man, Cap, and Thor in Endgame. He looked skinny, but oddly happy, which kept us on edge. This was the conversation which followed. Robbie said, Hello, my old friend. Thank you for coming. But I have to admit, I'm surprised you showed after what you did. Yeah, me too. Look, look, I'm sorry for what happened. I know I can't. No, I should apologize. You acted civilly and respectfully to the both of us, even when you were being disrespected and berated. I was love blinded by Sally and she abused that, turning me against you. I was silent. If anything, I should thank you. You opened my eyes. What, what do you mean? He then began recounting the events of the wedding in which I cut him off telling him I knew what happened. He then dropped possibly the worst bombshell. Well, how did you find out about the miscarriage? The, the what? You just said you knew what happened. I knew what happened up until Sally got in her limo after being shamed and cast out of the church. I tried to find out anything about the aftermath, but her family wouldn't tell me anything. That's because her family disowned her. They were that furious when they found out about what she had said to them, especially when she mocked and disrespected the church. Oh my God. Literally. Where did she go? She went to the venue and had a complete mental breakdown. She went inside crying, swearing, and ranting to the staff that she would kill you for what you had done. They called the police after that comment and locked her inside whilst they made their way to the venue and called me to deal with her. When I arrived, she had destroyed it. Tables had been flipped, glasses shattered, and she'd drunk multiple bottles of wine. She was so dangerous and out of control that the police had to wrestle her to the floor and call in a police van as she was simply too dangerous to put in a car. I was speechless at that point. It was a mess. It didn't help that she was three months pregnant trying to attack anyone that tried to subdue her. They had no choice but to lock her in a cell for her own safety and others. At that point, we were completely stunned. We'd seen her angry before, but we'd not heard of her being this violent and out of control. What happened to the baby? The amount of alcohol she had drunk had given her alcohol poisoning. And according to the police, she was four times over the limits. When they came to escort her from the cell, the floor was covered in vomit, feces, wee, and even some blood. She looked extremely ill and was taken to a hospital immediately with two officers in tow. She was extremely ill. The hospital performed a number of tests and exams and had confirmed she was having simultaneous liver and kidney failure from her poor diet and sudden alcohol intake. This resulted in her unborn baby dying from blood poisoning and Sally being confined to a hospital bed on dialysis for life. Even if she receives an organ transplant, she will have to return to the hospital weekly for dialysis to avoid death or a coma. 
The part which really made me grin and evil smirk was hearing that even if she receives a transplant, she will be serving time in prison for assaulting multiple officers, as well as paying the venue thousands in damages. Her life has been completely ruined. Do I feel guilty? No. More oddly satisfied. I mean, seriously, where do I even begin with that story? I can't really believe what I've just read. I'm going to have to take a few minutes to just process all of that and then come back to you. I mean, I I knew it was r slash supernova revenge, you know, the the highest revenge tier there is out there, I think, on Reddit. But, you know, halfway through that story, I was thinking to myself, okay, this isn't really that bad. Nothing much has happened yet. But wow, those last five minutes, unbelievable. Unbelievable. I don't even know if any of this was legal, illegal, morally right, just mind blown, crazy. I think the main question to ask really at the end of all of that is, is did she deserve it? Did Sally deserve all this incredible stuff that happened to her? Insane stuff that happened to her, let's be honest. I mean, ultimately it's just, you know, up to your own opinion really. For me, I don't think she deserved all of that. I mean, yes, clearly she's a pretty bad person, but the bad people deserve to have a miscarriage and have their wedding totally ruined and have their nudes shown at their own wedding? I don't think so. I think for me, that's a bit too far. I mean, yes, it is incredible revenge, but realistically, all she did was try and frame you one time and it was clearly fake. Yeah, that is bad. And obviously you had to deal with a lot of messages, OP. To be fair, that is pretty bad trying to frame someone and make them out to be racist and, you know, all the other, th- other stuff. But to go that far... <laughs> Wow, I'm not sure I could do that to be honest. It sounds great in principle, but when you're actually coming to do it and putting nudes of her on on the screen at her wedding day, mad. Absolutely mad. Guys, let me know down below. What do you think? Did OP go too far? Was it justified? Up to you, really. I want to hear your thoughts, you know. I wish there was still YouTube polls because I could see. I could put like up here. Too far? Not far enough. You know what I mean? But no, you have to comment down below anyway anyway, these days because YouTube have removed the feature. But yeah, that is going to do it for this video. I really hope you have enjoyed it. I mean, I don't think I've ever had a revenge story as crazy as that before. But if you want to see like the next best thing, then I'll put that video on screen right here if you want more crazy revenge stories. I can't promise that that one will be as mental as this one, but it's probably of the same ilk. I don't know. Give it a watch. If you are new around here, please consider hitting this subscribe button. And I'll also leave a link to Thomas's on screen right there as well. Get him to 1K subs, guys. Appreciate you. See you tomorrow. Wow. I need to go and have a lie down. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week, you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.